0: Um, and then I worked at a pizza place for a decade out here called Dion's, and it's a—it's uh, they had pizza salads and subs, and it's also just real laid back and relaxed and good food, and I, I would always i will promote it until I'm dead in the ground. I love it so much. You're listening to Comedy Ghost Town, where we investigate why Albuquerque, New Mexico has no designated stand-up comedy club. My name is Sarah Kennedy. I was lucky enough to be a guest on fantastic Omaha, Nebraska comedian, Zach Peterson's podcast, No Coast Comedy Club, to talk about Comedy Ghost Town, Albuquerque, and our comedy scene. If you're not listening to his podcast, you are super missing out. He interviews some heavy hitters, and they discuss the state of comedy and markets away from the two biggies, New York and L.A. This episode of this podcast features highlights from our conversation, and if you'd like to hear any more of Zach's interviews with other comics, you can listen to more at the link I've included in the show's description. But for now, enjoy.
1: What, what, it, like... Overall, like, what would you tell people about the scenes there, or specifically Albuquerque, or of New Mexico in general?
0: Yeah, what I think is so cool is okay. So I started comedy in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, Mm -hmm. and it was the year that our only comedy club closed. So we were just putting on putting on shows ourselves in bars and theaters and stuff. Yeah. And that's just exactly what it is. It's like a super DIY scene, and. Mm I, I left and I actually went to New York for 5 years and then I moved back because I I just I love that community so much and I just love oh. the kind of comedy that we get to do there is so interesting because this is how I describe at least the comedy in New Mexico to other people. But do you know how like on Australia all of the animals evolved without like, any influence <laughs> of yes. the, the other continents? Like. <laughs> you get like mm-hmm. a duck platypus because it's so isolated we yeah, are like four yeah. hours away from the nearest big market city so all the art that happens in albuquerque kind of happens in its own special way in its own for its own community and for its own self and it's like pretty isolated in that way but it's mm-hmm. uh really unique and cool and exciting
1: yeah yeah and i noticed that when i was down there for the funny fiesta a uh, really cool space we did the box theater, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is is where we is that like the epicenter of the comedy scene or are there a lot more spaces or is it just like Omaha was before we got our improv theater where it was just like hopping around like we go to that bar a lot because that's where the open mic is <laughs> and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, you know what's so interesting about the box is they were so supportive for the Funny Fiesta and they are always very supportive. However, they are very clear that they are an improv theater and they just do improvised short form shows like Who's Line Is It Anyway, Fridays and Saturdays and then they also do like children's theater like musicals and stuff like that for little kids so they don't they, they as much as they support us and they let us do like the funny fiesta and stuff there special events they're not a comedy club and they're not yeah. like a space for us mm-hmm. to really use in that way it was pretty special actually to get to show all the comedians in town like you could see what it's like to perform here <laughs> like it's pretty cool yeah yeah it was a
1: very cool spot <laughs> What are some of the other spots that everyone uh, performs at around town?
0: So there's actually, okay, there's been this big push in Albuquerque lately, and I think a lot of other towns have it too, but we have multiple, almost like food court spaces, where it's like a whole bunch of restaurants all share like a big warehouse together. Mm -hmm. So there's a take on that in Albuquerque, where instead of it being just a whole bunch of restaurants, there are multiple restaurants under the roof, but it's uh, multiple entertainment spaces. So there's like a, a big sports bar, there's gonna be like a big music hall, There's a patio where there's DJs, and then there's a space and it's for dueling pianos. And it happens on the weekends where they just pull out the two pianos and everybody plays together. But on Wednesdays, they let us get in there and have comedy. And it is by far, it's built, it looks like the House of Comedy in Phoenix. It's what it reminds me of. It's got like the, that kind of vibe to it. And when it's packed, it's nice for comedy. And the shows can be so good there, but they are not willing to give us a club or turn it over.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that Albuquerque has a space for two people playing piano at the same time. <laughs> uh, but, yes. not, but not stand-up comedy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, um, oh, can we do a show? I don't know. Are you two people playing piano? Exactly. I'm
0: saying so it's going to be BYO Piano. Uh, Ugh. <laughs>
1: Do you think that's a trend? Do you think that, that, that's what I'm trying to figure out, like, is that the way things are heading? And especially after COVID, it feels like a lot of people are decentralizing, going to places that are just easier to live so they can just enjoy doing the things that they want to do.
0: I hope that's a trend. I think, I say this a lot, uh, but comedy, stand-up comedy is the quickest, easiest way to have your worldview and your culture and the, the world around you reflected right back to you so you, you mm-hmm. should have a very local scene that you engage with because they are the ones who are in your community is shopping at the same stores that you're at seeing all the same stuff and they're also observing the greater cultural stuff that's going on too and you get it all back at you when you go to a comedy show and hopefully you laugh <laughs> so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: but if all you do is watch uh like netflix and stuff then you're not gonna get as rich of an experience I don't think because it's number one super watered down because it has to everybody has yeah. to be able to access it or mm-hmm. it's edgy to the point where it's just for attention and that's lame too and then it's just I I, I think it's better to see it live in person locally
1: I agree you've to convince me okay that's Okay, Albuquerque, I know my answer to this question, cause, but this is one of the questions I always, like, near the end of the podcast, I always want to, like, get people. It's the most important thing to me when I travel. If I'm going to Albuquerque, I already know this to answer for me, but uh, where would I eat? Like, where would you suggest to eat? Because I know, because I got a of a sandwich, <laughs> and it was incredible. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 what would you suggest?
0: So I, there's a place called The Frontier, and it's like right by the university. It's a real college haunt kind of space, and it's really cheap uh-huh. food, but it's very good and very authentic. If you want the best breakfast burrito in town, them are their sister restaurant, which is called... What am I, I blinking on it right now? I eat there like every day. <laughs> anyway, they have the best breakfast burritos in town. And then same with, they also have just very good... I don't know, you can get a wide swath of a whole lot of things there, and it's all very cheap. So especially sure. if you're traveling for comedy, it's a great way to get a lot of food very... For very little money. Yeah. Um, and then I worked at a pizza place for a decade out here called Dion's, and it's a, uh, it's, they had pizza salads and subs, and it's also just real laid back and relaxed and good food, and I would always, I'll promote it till I'm dead in the ground. I yeah. love it so much.
1: Oh, yeah. I got a couple of those restaurants for us. Like, it may not be good, <laughs> but I for sure eat it all the time. Yeah. Uh, cause just cause it's, I've been eating it since I was 16, and it won't, I'm not gonna stop. Okay. If someone's like going to Albuquerque and they're, they're gonna do comedy, like, Say, say you're doing a week in Albuquerque and you just want to get up. It doesn't matter if it's paying shows or whatever. What would you tell them? Like where would they go? Like which mics are the good ones? Which shows, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So in the summer, we have a great mic at this place called Inside Out that's a patio bar, but it has an overhang mm-hmm. over the stage, so it feels like you're indoors when you're there. It's mm-hmm. it's just people are very engaged, and it, it, regular people come out to it, so it's almost like a showcase, and it can be really rewarding to just get up on stage there. That one I love, and then in the winter they do it in the speakeasy that's underneath that bar, and so it's like real little mm-hmm. and small, and in better, safer times, really cool. And then, so definitely that Monday night one is so good. And then if you can figure out where the garage is, which is one of the house shows, they do those Tuesdays and Saturday nights and they're always just like a really fun late night time and that's always where you're gonna get your, the biggest bang for your buck of just like seeing what our scene is like. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to do like a showcase getting with a local producer and either doing Wednesday at that rebel place Which is the the dueling piano bar. That that place is great And you'll have a good time there or having a show put on for you special We do that a lot too like we had just randomly Kyle Kinane was just driving through and we were like, oh Mm -hmm. crap like uh." We just put him up at this place. It's like a restaurant slash an art space and like only seats like 40 50 people but we had no notice and he was just like this place is cool i like this place a lot it's really nice but that kind of stuff we did the same thing for jake flores and avery moore when they came through we just put them at cosmos Mm -hmm. which is the art space and we that was a venue too for the funny fiesta i think the second week but okay it's pretty neat
1: yeah i did everything in the box i was like two blocks away from the box in a hotel and i just that area (laughs) i know and and yeah i walked there at night and i was told not to but it's like it's seems fine i don't know <laughs> it's like you're walking at night i'm like I, is it bad it was like, fine
0: I, yeah that's where i live yeah. in the downtown so i'd walk around at night too
1: it seems fine i don't know i have no idea <laughs> no yeah
0: big thanks to zach peterson for having me on no coast comedy club and you can listen to no coast comedy club on apple podcasts pod bay or anywhere else to get your podcasts again the info is going to be in the episode description This has been Comedy Ghost Town, produced and hosted by comedian Sarah Kennedy. If you'd like to find out more information about the podcast or me, you can find out more at my website, sarahkennedy.com slash comedy ghost town.